Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Shift Health Coach Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about vanity, self-esteem, the liver king, and why we need to really be careful as consumers about the products that we're buying or the images that we are buying into. So for those of you that don't know, there was recently this exposure on this guy called the liver king that said he never took steroids, but it was a big fat lie. The guy is jacked on steroids. But one of the things I really kind of saw in this whole message was, you know, when we were talking about self-esteem and vanity and how to protect ourselves as consumers. And I really think it's important to have these conversations about what went wrong here, how we can protect ourselves. And because we are talking about vanity, I decided I'm going to go on this podcast. As some of you might know, um, some of the podcasts now are being recorded and videoed. So I'm on camera right now. I did do my hair. I couldn't go on camera without looking a little bit put together, but I don't have any makeup on because I think it's important as we talk about vanity and as we talk about um, being real, I think this is where it's important to come across. So let's go ahead and get into this. So the first thing I wanted to talk about for those of you that don't know who the liver king is, he was basically a persona. Um, he was a sales guy. I mean, he owns a supplement company based on ancestral living. He preaches a really raw carnivore style diet. Um, he has these nine ancestral tenants of living. And it's really, you know, when you look down into why he started this, it was really, I guess, his mission initially started because of his children, like so many of us do. Um, his kids had really bad allergies and you know, he totally changed their diet to this raw carnivore style diet. And I guess some of these allergies and things like that resolved. Now, do I think the carnivore diet fixed their allergies? No, I don't think it fixed their allergies. I think it eliminated their allergies. And this is where I know, um, just taking a quick sidetrack here, I know a lot of times when we start looking at, you know, cutting carbs or, you know, cutting large um, food groups out of our diet and all of a sudden, you know, a lot of things resolve within our bodies, maybe we feel better, you know, it's not generally the entire food group that we're having issues with. It's one thing within that food group and you've eliminated it. A lot of times, though, we don't go back and retest foods or see what is the one or two foods in that food group that's causing the issue. And that becomes when we take out large portions of our diet can throw off imbalances. And that's what we really want to kind of be careful of because, you know, let's say, for example, you are reactive to wheat. I know that's a pretty common one. So you remove all carbs from your diet. Well, in doing that, you have eliminated wheat, but you've also eliminated rices and quinoa and buckwheat and oats, and you've eliminated a lot of things that are not wheat. But now you've taken all that out of your diet. And over time, that diet becomes a little bit harder to manage because you have an entire food group left out. And, you know, keep in mind, carbs and grains, they do things within our bodies, you know, they help cleanse our system. They're a huge source of energy. So over time, you might start feeling yourself tired, um, you know, 
digestion might not be as good as it was. Other things start breaking down. And it's really because we've just eliminated things. And one of the things where, okay, if you eliminate it and you're feeling great, good, fantastic, but we need to start one by one testing foods back in to see, because if it was wheat, we have buckwheat. Suddenly pizza can be back in with buckwheat. There's can be so many other things that we can still include that don't make our diet as restrictive. So that's really one of the reasons why I'm not a huge fan of just taking out major food groups. I mean, if you have to do it initially to try to figure out what it is, great. But oftentimes we never start retesting foods and then eventually the diet gets too difficult for us to continue. And then suddenly we're just back to where we were. We're sick. We're not feeling good. And now maybe we're even worse off because maybe now we've picked up a digestive issue along the way because we weren't breaking down foods properly. So, you know, it's something like that to really consider. But getting back to the episode, that is really who the liver king was. Now, he went on a lot of really big podcasts and really told everybody he was not on steroids. He wasn't taking anything. It was all because of his fantastic workouts. And he was big. What? Well, I should say why they called him the liver king is he was really, he promoted eating livers and raw testicles of animals. It was really crazy. It was very um, shock and awe. You know, here's this bare chested, totally ripped guy, big barbarian style beard. And he's like eating raw liver on a stick and he's just raw. And, you know, it's that kind of shock and awe that people are attracted to. So that's who the liver king was. So what happened is like what we were saying before is he went online and told everybody he looks like this. He has all this energy. He has everything because of his diet, his ancestral living, and quite frankly, his supplements. He is a supplement company owner. Um, and eventually it was found out it was a lie. The guy was on steroids, which I think for a lot of people in that kind of community, um, they weren't really shocked. They kind of, I think a lot of them under the radar always assumed he was on, on steroids, even though he always said he wasn't. He never touched the stuff and this and that. Um, and he had to come out with this apology statement, which was just, it was difficult to watch. It was difficult to watch because it was such bullshit. You know, he's like, I was rich before, um, I was rich before I became the liver king. I'm still rich. And now I'm this big persona and he wasn't navigating it properly. No, let's be honest here. Oh, and he also said he didn't really make money off of being this liver king. This is where I get really frustrated is because you're admitting hey, listen, I lied. Sorry about that. But it doesn't matter because it didn't affect my message. No, it did affect your message. And he's saying his message is about, you know, not, you know, he wants to help mental illness. He wants to help the high suicide rates. He wants to bring awareness to this. But then he goes on to talk about, you know, submissive young men and how they need to be more, um, manly and more into their higher power, whatever the hell he called it. Um, basically in his thing, I called it in my notes, the word bubble, because it was basically he threw out every like keyword 
It was like infertility, masculinity. I mean, you name it. He threw it out in like this just vomiting of what his message was. You know, his message was really, I'm cool, follow me, and this is what I'm doing. You know, when you looked at his nine ancestral tenets of living, it's nothing that most health and wellness professionals kind of talk about. It's about, you know, getting good sleep. Granted, he packaged it all barbarian style, but it was about getting good sleep and, you know, nutrients and sunlight. And of course, he then went into like cold therapy and, you know, building connections and, and things like that, which are important. But he kind of, he packaged it in his own style. And let me tell you, he was a master marketer. Whether he created this persona or he had some kind of team behind him creating this persona, I mean, the guy's got several million followers for a reason. The problem is it was all based off a of deception. And it's interesting because I did watch the Joe Rogan um, uh episode he did with uh, Plates More Dates. I guess he was the guy that exposed the liver king. And it was interesting because you're you're listening to these two guys and both of them knew that he was he was lying from the very beginning. Actually, I guess he was trying to get on Joe Rogan's podcast for a while and Joe Rogan wouldn't even put him on. You know, that has to say something if Joe Rogan's not putting you on. Um, but, you know, it's interesting to see the level of deception. And, you know, a lot of people just, I don't want to say they look past it because there were quite a few people that were questioning him. It's just, I guess we just accepted it. And the fact that we kept putting him on different podcasts or, you know, different social media there, we kept promoting this guy that a lot of people knew was a joke. However, I do think there were a couple people that said they've known him. They He's a great guy and they never thought he was really lying, which I don't know. I take that with a grain of salt. I mean, you look at the guy and it's just, I mean, I don't, I don't know how it's possible, but <laughs> they're saying they believed him. So whatever, um, you know, but really when he was talking about his message, he made a comment. He's like, I care about that mental wellness. I care about those 15-year-old boys. I care about all of this stuff. And it sounded kind of good other than it was, like I said, it was that word bubble. But imagine being, let's say a 25-year-old. I don't know where he was getting 15-year-olds and not having enough testosterone because that was a, a big thing is that there was, a, males don't have enough testosterone. And and let me stop by saying most of a lot of people, their hormones are messed up, whether it's male, female, it could be from the food we eat, it could be from our environment. A lot of times it's our stress. Stress plays a huge role on hormones. So, you know, there there's so many reasons why um, a male might not be making enough testosterone, why a woman might have too much estrogen or not enough estrogen. There's, there's so many reasons. Um, so just to say it's because we're not eating you know, testicles, not eating testicles thinking you're getting testosterone is like telling a woman who's breastfeeding to drink milk to produce milk. It's just, and mind you, this guy has no, um, no health and wellness education that I could find. If he does, great. I think he's just worked out like for like 30 some years and he just, he was probably always in good shape. It's just now it's a little drastic. 
But really, it became deceptive because going back to if he's really concerned on mental health, you're putting this image out there that says, if you do what I do, you can look like me. Well, if someone's already in a mental health crisis and they don't feel like they're enough, if they feel like they're, in his term, submissive men or whatever it is, if you're already feeling that low self-esteem and you go and you do everything the liver king is preaching and you still don't look like the liver king, you just gave somebody something else at life to fail on. And if they're already low, so this is what pisses me off. Don't tell me this is your message and you're hurting the people you are trying to help. It's just bullshit. I don't know if at one point it started off like that, but that's not how it ended up. And we have to be really careful as consumers that we acknowledge what we are consuming and where we are consuming it from. So I do want to bring this to another point, and I thought it was interesting because I'm listening to him talk. I'm listening to what Joe Rogan and his guys are saying. And the one thing I realize is I always thought as vanity as a feminine thing. I don't know why. I guess it's just because I'm a female and I, you know, you scroll through Instagram and you see these beautiful women and you realize that, okay, you know, now that I'm older, it's because they have Botox and fillers and, you know, they probably pay an absorbent amount of money to physical trainers and personal chefs. And it's easy to look fantastic when you have large funds. But for a lot of us, that's not reality. You know, we're going to have wrinkles. We're going to have creases in our eyes. Our, our jawlines are going to start getting a little saggy. It's just how we age. You know, it's always funny because I'm a big watcher of the housewives. I know it's one of my guilty pleasures. And you look at some of the housewives and, you know, 10 years ago, they look totally different from how they look now. And a lot of times now, I mean, granted, some of them look total plastic, but they look so much younger. And they look younger because their budgets are bigger, <laughs> right? I mean, that's really what's happening. But I guess I never, and you know, I'm always talking to my girls about what's real, what's not real. I think a lot of times, even, you know, just social media, it's more mainstream to understand that how women promote themselves might not be how they look in real life. And there's still a lot of work we have to do. I just think it's more accepting where listening to these guys talk, I realize that vanity is not a feminine thing. There's so much vanity within masculinity. I'm not big enough. I'm not jacked enough. I'm not veiny enough. I'm not, you know, and you have, you know, big celebrities out there and they're showing their ripped muscles and chains around their necks as they're doing these crazy hard workouts. And, you know, they're giving off this persona if you drink what I'm promoting, if you work out what I'm promoting, if you do what I'm promoting, you're going to look like me. And that's dangerous because like women, we have Botox and fillers and stuff like that. And I'm sure men use them too. But a lot of them are taking steroids. They're, you know, they're enhancing themselves in other ways. So I just don't think it's as talked about as much as it is on the female side. And I think when we talk about this, you know, I've never said to my son, like, hey, you know, I know you see these big guys out there, but you know, that that physique takes a lot of work. That physique is, 
I don't think we ever said anything. And granted, my son might not be at the age where you're really talking about that yet. But I think it's got to be something that we start acknowledging as a society, as parents, that, you know, it's the vanity is not just on the female end. We need to be addressing it on the male end. And this is something Joe Rogan and his guys were talking about. Like, if you want to do it, great. If you want to look ripped and jacked and have an amazing body, great. Just be honest with who you are and your the, your followers on how you're getting there. Because if you think it's going to be an energy drink or a protein shake or, you know, antler velvet that's going to get you there, it's not. There's other things that they're doing. And I think that's really a very important mes- message. And I think out of everything, I think that needs to be the biggest takeaway is that vanity is across all genders, all sexes. It's it's rampant and we need to start addressing that and what realness looks like, you know, and I think it's important as consumers. So now let's talk about consumers, how we can protect ourselves a little bit. I think we need to be a little, you know, um, a little bit of detectives when it comes to consuming products. We need to really look at the research. We really need to look at what's behind the scenes. Are you buying a supplement because somebody looks like something? Because let's assume if somebody looks like something, it's fake. Um, We see this all the time with lighting. You know, people will be like, oh, I dropped 20 pounds. And really, it's just they're moving the light from behind them to on top of them. And it shadows them totally different. And suddenly they looked ripped or thin or maybe you're popping your hip. And now all of a sudden you have a smaller waist. You know, it's not about losing weight. It's about modeling yourself different. And I think we need to be careful. I also think when we're talking about hormones, And the Liver King talked a lot about hormones and things like that. I think we need to be very careful. Um, Hormones are, they're a little fickle bitch. Like our hormones, especially women, men too, but it's such a complex group of chemicals and processes together on how things work. And if you throw one little thing off, it's going to have a drastic ripple effect. Think of that butterfly effect. Um, It's going to affect something else. And that's where, you know, the liver king did say that he was on a clinical um, pharmaceutical, somebody he was being managed by a trained medical professional with his hormones. Um, But it's interesting because a lot of people can't afford that. So then they start taking off-market stuff or they go into GNC and they're like, oh, well, what if I mix a little bit of this and a little bit of that? And then all of a sudden now they're having bigger problems and they can't afford to fix it. So they take more supplements and they become on this hamster wheel and they can't get off. I can't tell you how many times I have seen people come to me and they're taking so many supplements and so many times it's one of the supplements that are doing the issue that they're currently having. They're just... They kept adding on new supplements and new supplements. And it's just, let's bring it back down. Let's bring it back to where we need to be and then go from there. And I think that's what we have to be really careful of. Also, you have to look into where is the money coming from? You know, this guy says he didn't make any money. His sales didn't increase because of the Liver King persona. Bullshit. There's no way that you go from a nobody to a big, you know, several million people following you and you're not making a dime. Total bullshit. Let's just 
stop with the lies at this point. You got caught on one. Can we just stop with the other ones? Um, but when you're following somebody that says, hey, if you do all these things, here's the thing that gets me, is he preaches on ancestral living. He talks about being one with nature and, you know, not eating processed food. You sell fucking supplements. Supplements are processed. I don't care how, you know, raw they are or how... Um, high quality they are, they are processed. So don't talk about not eating a processed diet and selling shit ton of supplements. I mean, that's just bullshit. You know, if you want to talk about ancestral living and, you know, if you can't get this from your food, we can supplement it here. That's kind of okay, maybe. But I mean, he was selling a lot of supplements and recommending products and all kinds of things. You can't preach on being one with nature and selling tech products. It's just, it doesn't connect right. Like your own tenants aren't supporting what you're talking about. And I haven't seen it, but I know somebody even said he talks about not having plastics. And I guess in a couple of his video, there was plastics. I don't know. I mean, you can go kind of far on things, but I think it's important, you know, is he practicing what he preaches? Does it look like he's practicing what he preaches? And, you know, it's those kinds of things. But we see it all the time. We see it with um, weight loss teas. That's a big one that was on Instagram, I think, last year. There, I forget what the name of the tea was, but you had all these, like, Bravo celebrities selling this, you know, tea, you know, and it was supposed to help slim you. I think it was actually called Slim Tea or something like that. And it was like, no, these, first of all, they're in their 20s. So losing weight, gaining weight is a little bit easier than somebody in their 50s. Um, but they're not, they're not losing weight because of a tea. They're promoting the tea because someone gave them money to do it. Um, you know, so we really need to see what are we doing, you know, is that tea giving me 20-year-old looking skin because I'm 20 years old? Or is it because the tea's actually having an effect? Or is it because we're drinking water? I mean, that's half the time where people are like, oh, I'm on my juice cleanse and look how clear my skin is. Is it because of the juice cleanse or is it because you're properly hydrating? Because I can guarantee you if you properly hydrate, your skin will be much clearer, um, you know, much more robust. It will you know, so all these things that you're trying to get drinking the tea, the tea's not the issue. It's just the fact that you're mixing with some kind of hydration. But it's things like that that we have to really be mindful of. So that was really my message in all of this is, listen, vanity is across all genders, all sexes. It's not just a feminine thing. We need to be talking to our young boys too about vanity and how what they're seeing online isn't real. And, you know, we need to protect ourselves as consumers and make sure what we're taking, what we're spending our money on, what we're putting in effort, is it achievable and is it real? Because I think so much of this is outlying, you know, what is happening and when we looked at the very end of liver king's um confession it really came down to he had a really low self-esteem and he didn't think much of himself and he built this persona up to make himself feel better and in building his persona up he was tired he was exhausted he was exhausting himself you can't do two workouts a day be in your mid to upper 30s 
and think that you're going to function as if you're like a 16-year-old boy and wonder why you have low testosterone. You have low testosterone because you're burnt the fuck out. You know, so all this stuff you're preaching on, it just, it's all deceptive. And as consumers, as parents, we need to protect ourselves from this. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you all next week and have a great day. Bye.